0: TV for to the
1: So good evening to you all. Welcome to Scarby Fans TV. My name's Ken Stewart. I'm your host tonight. Uh, I've got a couple of well, a couple of nice guests on tonight. Um, we've got our regular, of course, um Claudio. Good evening, Claudio.
2: Good evening, Ken. How are you feeling? Good
1: evening, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you good. very much. A bit bit down after yesterday's result, but oh, yeah. hey-ho, hopefully we can uh, we can turn that around on Wednesday. And uh, a big welcome back to Miles, a very sunny you might not notice him. He just about see him there with his suntan. Uh he's back in the country um after his sunshine break. Uh
3: good evening, Miles. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Ken and Claudio. Yes, nice to be back. A little bit chilly, but uh I've got my fire on here, so I'm all right. I'm nice and warm. Yeah, you
1: brought you brought the weather back with you, didn't you? That's what you did. <laughs> Awfully. Um and we've also got a youngster on tonight. Um Jack, who was with us. I had the pleasure of uh Company with him down in the car on the way journey
0: down to, to Bristol yesterday. Good evening, Jack. Good evening. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? Fortunately, I'm not as tanned as uh, Miles, and the most exotic place I've uh, been to recently is Bristol. Yes. So...
1: <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Like, I mean, it was a little bit chilly as the game went on, but it wasn't too bad. We've had a bit lot, a lot worse yep. to me. But yes, um, well. Can We've got to start tonight's show with a bit of sad news. Um, Sir Bobby Charlton uh, obviously passed away yesterday. Uh, we heard the news while we were at Ashton Gate. And uh, Sir Bobby, 1937 to 2023, I'm sure we all know him. A lot of even the youngsters will know him. These are some of the pictures of fantastic World Cup win for England, obviously, in 1966. Uh, and he was a legend, obviously, for Manchester United as well. He's a well known uh, person around the football world. And, of course, um, our thoughts uh, and our prayers go out to his family um, today. And we've got a little video, I believe, to, to show of uh, Bobby's goals. Yes, um, some uh, fantastic goals there from Bobby Bobby Charlton. Um, I didn't have the pleasure of seeing him live. Uh, I don't think you did either, Miles. Did you? Um, and no. certainly Jack didn't. Certainly Jack didn't. Claudia, did you have the pleasure of actually seeing him in, in, in the April, game?
2: April seventy two, but I'd only been about seven or eight. Um, and the footage is actually on YouTube at Coventry. He scored as well.
1: Yeah, we've
2: uh, just seen one of them goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just I mean, I love football and I love all kinds of football. I'm not obviously I'm passionate about our club, but I'm just passionate about football. So yeah, growing up, I've got so many books, history books on football, and of course Bobby Charlton is just up there, isn't he? He's the mm, nice football. You, yeah. Him and Bobby Moore uh, are the two iconic figures. For me, in my lifetime, basically, obviously, there's Matthews before that, but he would retired the, the year I was born. But Bobby Charlton is just, you know, everywhere he went, no matter where he went on in the world, you know, you talk about football, it was the in joke, wasn't it? Ah, Bobby Charlton, you know, that was the
4: yeah.
2: that was the in joke, wasn't it? It's yeah. just an absolutely mm. top person, top footballing man, yeah. and and there's not many people in football that are are loved by everybody, regardless of um, nationality and whoever you support. And he was a true gent of the game, an absolute star. Yeah, fantastic. I just, I, wow. I
3: just want to point out, Ken, I noticed, I was going to say before Claudio did, Ken Otomo's just come in and he's... I was put, just about to bring that uh, message up, yeah. How many goals were taken yeah. outside the box and some modern yeah. strikers taken to take a note. I was just thinking, yeah. when I was watching it, see the goals outside the box, it's not what we're doing enough lately. No. Although we did, yeah, and we hit the bar twice from outside the box. But um, he's got a good point. There's not a lot of goals that really, for especially from our team, come from that sort of area of, of the of the pitch, which is uh, unfortunate. Mm. But yeah, he was he was su- such a legend, such a nice bloke, and um, you know, whenever you've seen him being interviewed, he, he he was just fantastic and. I've seen some photos of him at Old Trafford, and the fans just absolutely adored him. So, mm. yeah, ab- absolute gent, brilliant.
1: Yeah, I'm sure whoever you support you know, up and down the country, uh, you know, whether you know whatever team you support, uh, he, he's well known as a legend, and uh, obviously, it will be also remembered for obviously lifting the World Cup in 1966, of course, as well for England,
2: um, and, and not forgetting the, the recovery after the Munich air disaster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, to, to lose some of your loved ones, your fellow professionals, uh, yeah. the way it happened, and to actually come back and be the man he was, that takes some doing, that's, you know, and then those have been the days where there was no counselling, there was no aftercare, mm-hmm. you know, he, he got himself fit and was slung on the pitch, basically, and got on with it, it's incredible, really. Yeah, yeah is the last
3: remaining one. Was he, he was the last remaining one of the Munich Air disaster, isn't he? I think, is that right? I
2: think so, yes. I think mm. so. Come I in. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because he was one of the younger ones, wasn't he? So he's yeah, he was sick, So yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's such a shame. And uh, I'm sure uh, I say all our thoughts and best wishes go to his family uh, at this sad time. Okay, let's move on then. Um, Let's move on to yesterday's game. Uh, We uh, we travelled down in the car to uh, Bristol City. Uh, Lovely journey. Thanks, Neil, for being the chauffeur. Um, And um, it didn't quite work out to plan, did it? Uh, Did it, Miles? Uh, First half was good, fantastic first half. Uh, And to be honest, talking a game of two halves, this was certainly it. because I thought, I thought personally, and I think probably those that were there who agree with me, that's probably some of the best football we've played all season in that first half. Miles, do you agree with that?
3: Yeah, well, it was a great birthday present for you, were not it? So happy <laughs> birthday! <yesterday, laughs> by the way, yeah, a, a that's great that's a, lovely, blooming holiday. So it didn't exactly yeah. go to plan, but no, it didn't. No, first, no. Uh, first half was. Um, it, I, I reckon the first half, especially the first thirty-four minutes, was the best football I've seen us play this season. I think. Yeah. the first 34 minutes was um we we camped in their half it, 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 they couldn't even get out of the couldn't even get out the half they couldn't get out to um to to even attack the goal it took them 35 minutes to have a shot on target which ben wilson had to tip it around the post um mm. dive to his left I, just, I i really thought that was our best 34 minutes definitely the best yeah. 34 minutes of the season sakamoto i thought he was chucking himself about he was trying to take players on. The ball was sticking to his feet. Ben Sheaf was just phenomenal. I mean, Ben Sheaf was just outstanding to be out. What was it? Six, seven weeks to come mm. straight back in after Mark, when I got off the plane, I I heard Mark Robbins' interview saying that he got an injury in the, in the week early on and um, that he weren't going to play. And he ended up playing. I thought Ben Sheaf was just outstanding. Matty Godden, he, he had a couple of chances that he normally puts away. He snatched at it, went wide. Um, I think Ellis Sims had a little little go as well. Um, yeah. It just couldn't... It, the pressure we put on, we needed to take advantage of it. And we should have been three or four up before half-time, to be honest with you. And I think if mm. we'd got that first goal, they would have gone on, on and crumbled. But yeah, it, it you know, the first half was just absolutely... See, I, I missed their goal because I went off to have a drink. <laughs> you did, the, yeah. Like, I needed to get out of there and get a drink before the queue. But um, yeah, mm. it, it, it was a great... Great first 34 minutes. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'll talk about the said, second half later. But yeah. Yeah.
1: I just thought if we would have got that first goal, you're right. I think they would have crumbled. I think we've probably gone on and won maybe two or three nil, maybe more. Yeah. Because they, they look very average. I mean, I mean, Jack, you were there as well.
0: What yeah. What
1: was your thoughts on that first half? Because you, so, you, you were behind the goal, you were away from us, weren't you? Yeah.
0: I was i was up uh, with the with a the rowdy bunch literally the rowdy bunch, the, yeah, yeah li- literally <laughs> linden playing playing the drums the drum. literally right right behind me so i felt it all, all right and um like like miles said for the first 34 35 minutes it was absolutely spectacular you know i um i was with my mate tyler who was on the live show yesterday um and I uh, said to him, "Well, we've we've really done some work over over this in, in international break because usually we come back and we're a slow starting team from an international break, but we came out gunning gunning for it, um, and thought De Silva Van Ewick both had uh, good games. Um, you, you know, De Silva was one that I." Was uh, watching because I either thought he was going to have a cracking game or he was going to crumble against uh, the pressure playing playing against yeah. his own own team. Um, however, I was leaning um, towards him having a good game. You, you know, like he did. Sounds like he was gunning for it down at um, down at the tavern for the meet the players night. So I was yeah. really looking looking forward to uh, seeing him play. And, and <laughs> it's sod's law, right? just before the goal went in said to, um, Tyler, right. We are playing so good. Bristol are just going to sneak one in and they're going to us." Yeah. And uh, literally not even a yeah. minute later, the free kick happens and, uh, Dickie puts it bottom right, you know, and yeah. uh, arguably uh, from, from my angle, it did look a very soft goal. And I, and I thought Ben Wilson could have got a hand to it and, uh, Prevented it, but mm. like uh, Robin's uh, mentioned in his uh, post match in- interview, uh, Bristol City are one of the top um, teams for scoring from set pieces. So, if there is any team to con- concede a set piece from, Bristol's not one I'm too disappointed at, but still, yeah. it's a very soft goal.
1: Yeah, very poor goal to concede. Uh, as you thought. You know, it was just, just a typical city, wasn't it? Claudio, you watching, I take it at home. Yeah. You seen, I just.
2: Or, what was I, your view? The first half an hour, I was on the edge of my seat. It's the first time this season yeah. at any game. Well, I, I, was, I was getting up and down every couple of seconds. And yeah. my, my wife and daughter were just laughing at me the way I was jumping around the sitting room. And, and I just felt that after half an hour, I mean, they made a change. Pearson could see things weren't working. Yeah. He made a change. And the strange thing in the post-match interview from Robbins was that he said, when they made the change, that was the team they thought they are going to be up against. So I don't understand then why, after they made that change, we played like we did. It seemed yeah. odd. Because up until then, we were, on, we were on fire. I mean, we didn't score, mm. but we were just unlucky. We should have been two, three up. We know that. And yeah. it's just so frustrating. And as Jack says, I think everybody, apart from Mars, had gone for a drink. Knew that that ball was going to end up in the back of the net. It's just we just had that feeling. Yeah. And I, I looked at it and said, "Yes, yeah, forty-four minutes, whatever." And I thought, "Oh, here we go." They've done absolutely nothing, and it's so heartbreaking at times when teams do absolutely nothing for them to score such an awful goal. Yeah,
0: I think I they think that's our
2: it. yeah, I think that's our biggest biggest problem th- this season
0: because we're not playing bad, but I think at certain points of each game we for some reason switch off mm. and we and we take the foot off off the gas and we let the teams come in and play football like, like it like it looks almost like we have had our fun playing our 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 way and it hasn't worked you know we haven't got a rip result out of it so we're now going to give up and see see what happens I don't know whether it's the team is new and it hasn't gelled yet and maybe they can't keep that level of consistency of play going the whole 90 minutes, but uh, it, just something's happening this this season where we get to a certain point and the brains just switch off and it's mm-hmm. like a completely different team because that team second mm-hmm. half was not the team we saw the, the first 35 minutes, was the it, Claudio? have
2: got as well is that And I keep going on about the fact we haven't come from behind since 2022, that game at Birmingham. That plays a part. I mean, there's still half the team there from then. And we need to get rid of that tag at the minute. If we go behind, we've got to win a game sooner or later from coming from behind. And it just Mm. feels like, Jack was saying, the confidence went out of that team when that goal went in. It wasn't the same team in the second half. It just... Completely changed our way of thought, the way we played, everything.
3: I mean, for me, for me, it showed how good we were because they had to make a change. I think it was 20 minutes. Wasn't it 20 minutes, 24 minutes they made a change? That showed how good we were. You know, for a manager to have to change the team within the first 20, 25 minutes to bring on a sub shows how dominant we were. And we were dominant. We were absolutely dominant dominant in that... I mean, we were, we've, got, we've got the um, we've got
1: the stats there somewhere, haven't we, as well? Uh, the yep. stats were the <laughs> unbelievable because...
0: Hold on. End of, end I of had day, 68% possession, well, didn't we? Yeah.
1: I mean, look, that's... You know, you've got to win... A game. When you've got them sort of stats, you've got to be winning the game, surely. You know, it's unbelievable.
2: Well, they're commentating. Yeah, I mean, when... We couldn't... They were just saying, they, at one stage, after 15 minutes, they, said, we, they were going, we haven't touched the ball yet. We've not even... Done anything? It's just all commentary, and they were expecting a goal. They and they kept saying, "They surely they can't keep missing these chances." Because apart from yeah. hitting the bar, the Sims and an effort should have hit. Should have hit the target. We, you know, the problem is we're not making the keepers make saves at the minute, are we? We have got good possession, and we just haven't got that killer instinct at the minute. I mean, you're hoping mm-hmm. it will come because yeah. it's not like we're not creating any chances. We are creating mm-hmm. some, but we we've just got to take these, um, we've just got to take them, haven't we? <laughs> I, mean that,
3: that. I mean, that shot from Ben Sheaf, that shot from Ben Sheaf, right, just outside the box, yeah. it was an absolute peach and it moved, it moved. Yeah, we, we had a brilliant time time the goal as, there. As, yeah. it went, as it went and it was looked like it was going to dip into that top, it did. as you're looking at the goal, top left-hand corner, it really did look like it was going to dip in and it was going to be, just be buried into the top bins like in soccer AM. A- it was like <laughs> it was one of them, and it, it just—I don't know if it hit the court. Did it hit the corner of the crossbar? Or did it? I think
1: it was the corner the stanchion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, hit, it, yeah. it was
3: literally—it hit the bar. You could hear it hit the bar. Yeah. From the other end of the ground, you heard it hit the bar. You could hear it. It, it was—it was such a great shot. And then Sakamoto had one where he mm-hmm. where he hit it onto the bar. So mm. you know, there's a lot of people crying and, and making noise that you know it's it's not good enough, blah blah blah, but. I just want to bring this comment out, because Vic, Vic is in, in in Spain at the moment. She's, she's just made a fantastic comment. Good evening, Vic. Uh, fine margins, still, uh, would be more worried if we weren't playing well at all. First 30 minutes or so shows the direction that we're going in, and it will all come for her, she says. It's, it's all going to start mm-hmm. coming along. And it's like we're saying, that first 34 minutes, and Jack yep. and, and Claudio, like Claudio was saying, he was up yep. and off his seat. Well, we yeah. were the same in the stands. Yeah, we were, we were yeah. like, "Whoa!" We were like, "Whoa!" Whoa! Got to be got to go in, and it weren't going in, and we we're like, I'm no, the it's, the one. "It's the
1: best." It's best I've seen them play for a long, long time.
3: Yeah. Also, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Also, have to have to say, taking positives out of uh, that game, it is nice uh, to, to see Sakamoto and Ben Ben Sheaf taking shots because one of our biggest issues over the past couple of seasons was there wasn't enough shots coming from the mid midfield, and I don't think last season we'd have seen a Ben Sheaf with the confidence to have a shot like like that i think the only time i've seen him do it last season was against blackpool when it and it and it went in you you know and then he started to get a bit of confidence shooting from outside the box you you know and for a player coming back from an, from an from an injury i think that's a really positive sign that men, mentally ben shiu's confidence hasn't been knocked and he's still going to give it a go from out from outside the box and i think that's a really positive change going going forward for this season because that wasn't happening in uh, a previous season. Sakamoto too, Mm. you you know. Like, Callum O'Hare's a brilliant player, but Sakamoto's a different player to him. And playing in that number 10 role, I can now see why we have bought him because he offers something different. Instead of holding up up the ball, he's brilliant driving with it and he's brilliant getting a foot in tackling and he's not scared to have, have a shot. And that's... Really promising for 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 this season because where we were lacking was from the midfield, like goals and shots from the from the midfield. So it's really exciting to see a team forming where we are getting shots in from all over the pitch. You, you, you know, we've um, seen in seen in training, Bobby Thomas. You, you know, he's he's yeah. got a cracking shot on him too. You, you know, so we have to look at look at the positives. Yes, we didn't play play good second half, but. The way we were feeding our, uh, our wing backs too, the 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 way Van Erik was uh, making room and like finding these runs was, was really impressive. I like I do have to say, like credit credit to them there. But the 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 whole game was close but no cigar. You, you know we yeah. just couldn't put it in the net.
1: Uh, I mean not. I mean Ian Ian, Ian says, obviously said on the radio, we needed to be testing the keepers more which I can't, you know, we do because uh, we we don't do it enough. Uh, This is an interesting question from Robin. Robin, good evening, Robin Fletcher. We seem to lose the momentum after that long stoppage, you know, that injury, uh, Miles. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that?
3: Yeah, you know, it's like anything. Today, I I watched the Villa game, the last second, the second half of the the Villa game. And, um, you know, the guy's gone down. Yeah, okay, it was a head injury, but was it a head injury? Was it? worth that much of a stoppage time did it really slow yeah. it down I, i'm not too sure I, I, just, I just think that we forced them into it, into a substitution that sort of changed the momentum a little bit more than the head injury but normally when players get a head injury they get back up and they play they play like they've never been playing football, yeah. but, but just want to go out there and be absolutely superheroes because they've got a bandage on their head and that that's you know he, he suddenly turned into a a worldy defender when he got that bang on his head so i don't know what that did to him but um yeah it's it's i don't know was it that I, I think it was more i think it was more the second half that upset the rhythm to be honest with you i think the rhythm in the second yeah. half they, they were playing all the tricks and under the sun for it all goalkeeper was taking his time and you know they there was they, they just second half it played to them really because they were one <laughs> nil up. they could they didn't have to really attack they could try and get us on the break and then every time we touched them, they'd fall over. They knew the referee would would sort of um, give a free kick. I mean, he, Ian Smalls come up and said this. You know, he says, another poor ref, clear red on Binks, second yellow missed, yep. uh, very poor decision mm-hmm. to give a give free kick to, for them to score for I mean, Yeah, yeah he, I, didn't, that, I didn't think it was a free that kick. That was right no. in front of mm. that first foul on, yeah. on Binks. It was a horrendous, horrendous off-the-ball yeah. incident. The Lino's right next yeah. to it, the referee's behind it. Really, yeah, like, how on earth, how on earth can you sit like thinks is blocking him like defenders do? They jump in front, block the ball, see the ball out of play. And he's just been absolutely like lifted off the floor. And he's a big lad, lifted off the floor and pushed into the into the board, into the boards behind the behind the goal. And yeah. there's no there's no punishment. The referee was very inconsistent. And I know you're a referee and your mate was with us and I could hear him going on and you were going, No, that weren't a foul, really. That was, but this wasn't. But I, I just think you know, Ian Small gives a good point. The referee was very inconsistent. And he you was. Know, you're giving a free something that there was one on Eccles. There was a real bad challenge on Eccles on the halfway mm. line. Which yeah, like, yeah. We, we we they
1: nearly scored from, didn't they? It was a good save They from nearly ben scored
3: right. from it. Yeah, yeah, two minutes later, we foul a player, not even as bad, didn't even dive in on him, and the referee's gone, no, play on. Oh, no, give them yeah. a free kick, on me. It's just yeah. like, it, the standard of refereeing is very, very inconsistent. Cool. And if you're not going to give one free kick for a challenge that is, uh, well, it's right into the side of the thigh, which is a dead leg, and then you go and give a free kick, which is soft, Um, it's not good enough it ain't good mm. enough. And, and you know, it's like they were saying today on Sky, you know, a Villa player went down, weren't even didn't even get touched on the head, went down, held his head, re- West Ham were on the attack, referees turned around, blew his whistle because he's holding his head. bloke got up, yeah. walked off, and that's it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's all bull at the moment and I, I think <laughs> these referees have got to really take a big look at themselves because, um, as I say, I haven't seen the goal because I, I can't be arsed to be honest with you, but, what I've heard, it weren't a free kick, and you know the referee no. was pouring most of the game, and the lino on the left hand side he, he, he did not know, He didn't have a scooby doo no. mate, he didn't have a scooby doo He didn't know what he was doing. And there was no. incidents where the fans were shouting for a free kick. The referee weren't going to give a free kick, but the fans are shouting for a free kick, and he's gone, Oh, hold on a minute, I'll give him a free kick.
2: Hmm. How? How do the you Binx... give a free
3: kick when the fans are shouting?
2: The Binks challenge, yeah. he caught him just below the knee. They even because a replay on the TV, obviously, it caught him uh, just below mm. the knee, and I thought, oh, we could be going here, And he, the ref didn't seem overly concerned. It was it was poor. It, it was poor. Yeah.
0: Uh, the yeah, VAR that, yeah. would have VAR would have ruled it a red or a yellow minimum. You 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 know because mm-hmm. there because there was no intention to play for for the ball there because the ball was out of play. You you know he just grabbed his shirt and full-on took him down. Like, that That was completely malicious, and the player knew exactly what what he was doing. And I don't know why the ref didn't, didn't intervene. Like, I, I was absolutely outraged when I saw it, to be honest.
1: Mm. I mean, this is interesting. From Craig, getting Craig, in Craig's saying Pearson's tactical change, he's seen when we were dominating, he gambled with a, an early sub. Do you think Claudio, uh,
2: Mark Robbins should have, second half, changed it around a little bit, maybe? Well, this is what I mentioned earlier. When Pearson changed the team, that was the team that Robbins thought we were going to be facing, that formation. Yeah. Which makes me think, I can't understand our second half performance. It doesn't Mm. add up because we're playing way better with this other formation that Bristol put out so for some yeah. reason we obviously had more room to play in midfield and he, he basically blocked us out in the middle of the park um, yeah. chucked him an extra body in there and um, we, we need to react quicker with substitutions in games like that I mean the, mm. the one that did it for me was what's the what was the point of going 4-3-3 and two minutes to go that should have happened mm. after 60 minutes you know yeah. I, that was a strange one what's the cha- What's the, I mean fact? don't take fads off stick him up front <laughs> you mm. know for the last five minutes and chucked some balls in. Yeah. We, uh, I, I just feel when we've got that so much possession, we've got two guys who can play up front who are over six foot. Surely they can head a football at some point. You know, get mm. the ball in the box, do it quicker. There was a lot of, I mean, we could have, I mean, it could have changed the formation earlier, but there were times with the players we had on the pitch to start with where Milan and uh, De Silva get down the flanks they yep. cut inside. Godden was free three or four times, and the ball goes to the bloke who's got three blokes on him. Mm. You know, so they're just pulling it back. You can see Godden waving his arms around saying, I'm free, I'm here, waiting for it. And they seem to choose the wrong option, which is so frustrating because they've done the hard bit. You know, Milan made some great mm. runs in the second half down the wing. You know, he gets himself in good positions. It's, like, it's just little, little bits we need to get right, isn't it? It just... Mm. And yeah, we'll turn the corner, but no, I think there are times when you know Mark Robbins needs to do the change earlier. You know, don't be scared to do it at half time. Yeah, you know, why not? No, Do right. you remember last season when he hauled Doyle off in one he game? Kept, I think that was in the first half, wasn't it? It was right. after about 15 minutes, wasn't it? I think, it yeah, yeah, early, it? It early. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cardiff away. So, it's, it's, Cardiff it's, it's, away, it's, that was took him off, yeah. he, he was he was struggling. And um, mm. he, I remember it because we, we were st- stood there and we were like, blimey, he's definitely struggling out there. And all of a sudden he just went, right, you're coming off. And he, yeah. and he swapped him over and it was the right thing to do. And maybe, you know, when you look look back at this, when he looks back at this, he'll probably be, he probably already watched it back today. And it will probably, he'll probably say, you know, maybe I should have changed it earlier. Maybe I should have changed it after five, 10 minutes of the of the second half starting. So, um, I wanna put I want to put something to you all, and, and this is mm. this, this is like uh, been bugging me yesterday. Um Mr. View Sky, thanks for all the clips, mate. He surprised us all the clips, get on YouTube, watch his channel. Yes, um, and thank you, thank you for well, the, the thank you for thank you for them goals you just sent in for Bobby
1: Charlton and stuff. And also uh, now that's what I call goal as well. Thank you very much for supplying them.
3: Yeah, brilliant. Now he, he's he's come up here and he's put fans always single out one player. Uh, when we lose a game or two. Eccles has come on in leaps and bounds over the last couple of years. Now, it's true, he has come on leaps and bounds, but for me, I think at the moment, he looked looked really good last season because Hamer was in there, Sheep was in there, and the players that were around him last season are not the same as these players that are around him this season who are a lot better. But the... Corners yesterday from Eccles and I don't like single and payers out, but the corners yesterday from Eccles
1: he could they not do.
3: beat the first man once. And then yeah. when it came back out to him, when it rebounded back out, he tried to put another cross in, didn't we re- didn't get past the first defender again. That's something we've got to really work on because until mm. yesterday, Mark Robbins pointed out, like Jack said, about you know, they're the best at, at free, you know, free kick set pieces. Apparently, we're up there with the best at corners. Now, yesterday, yeah. one ball from Eccles, from a corner, cleared the first defender. Now, if, Ch- if, if Tats is on the field or De Silva, it should be down to Tats and De Silva to take them corners, I think, because they've both got a great delivery. You've only got to see, you know, some of the corners he, um, De Silva took against Norwich. They were absolutely superb. They were right into the box, right into the where, where everyone was. It was causing trouble. I just think yesterday, not not getting those corners, not getting that past that first man. If you're not going to get the ball past the first man, you need someone on the on the near post, like Goddard, like someone to flick the ball up, because you need to get someone in front of that defender, that first man, to try and get ahead of that defender if that ball's coming in low. And we're not doing that again. We've st- We've stopped doing that. We started doing it last season. When we went on that little run, someone mentioned on the radio about it. And we yeah. all of a sudden stopped playing that way and we were flicking the ball on from the near post when the ball was coming in low and we were scoring goals. And we went on yeah. that run. Yesterday, not one corner from Eccles cleared the first defender. That was the most disappointing <laughs> thing about yesterday, today, to be honest with you. That was the only thing. But his performance yesterday was brilliant. It was brilliant apart from the corners.
1: Hmm. I, I, I think... Come on, sorry. I,
2: think, I, don't I will say... Um, maybe I sound like an old fart but <laughs> I do think that if you're a top professional that you need to look after your body a bit better than what some players have done when they get a week off and when there's videos going around it doesn't help at all and mm-hmm. you know, for me it's football and career can be quite short and I think you just got to be careful how you live your life and I think, I know that young men can get drunk and all the rest of it. Mm. But I just feel that if you know you gotta be on top of your game, you gotta look after yourself as well. And mm. and things like mm. that backfire on players. It's not the only one, it's happened to others yeah. in the past. It doesn't help and it gives fans something to shoot a player down with basically. But you're right, Mars yeah the, now, reason, we, the reason we lost wasn't because of Josh Eccles yesterday at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know now yeah. playing now playing Devils. Devils ad advocate now, uh,
0: Claudio. Right, these these players now probably have regular medical checks and they probably probably get examined. So if they do have a have a drink, it's probably not the end of end of the world if their overall fitness levels are still at a reasonable level. Because I'm pretty sure that if they drank to the point where the liver's given out, the management and the backroom staff wouldn't let them train or wouldn't let them even anywhere remotely near the squad well I'd well I'd like to think at think at least but they are also social media role models too and they have to set examples like if we if we go back uh, to when City won the won the treble, you know every everybody was having a having a, having a go at Jack Grealish for like going out on on the lash and um, uh, partying, and it does negatively <laughs> probably af- af- affect the players' mental because all the fans know exactly what they've done, and there were a couple chants up by up by me where people are chanting about. Josh Eccles he gets slapped with the left, he gets slapped with the right, and in party all night sort of thing, you know. <laughs> um, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I am split here because players should be able to have their own lives and do what what they want, but also they are role models and they need to be in that athletic mindset and they need to be displayed as athletes to, to the public. So I don't yeah.
1: know. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair comment. I'll just have a look at this comment underage cough. fan." he says, positives second mode. Milan and sheath was superb. Eccles doesn't deserve the hate he gets. Uh, now he has come on. He has come on well, to be honest, Eccles, but if you put yourself in that situation, uh, as, as Claudio says, this day and age, there's a lot of social yeah. media going around. Anybody can get video cameras, you know, video you without you knowing and stuff like that, and you know, and even friends, and it's leaks out. and uh, And I probably he probably regrets, you know, that being videoed now, looking back, especially if you go on and lose the next game because you're going to get a bit of stick for it, aren't you? If you win, then nobody's going to say anything. But if you should, win, he,
0: well, should he? People are going to have a look at you. Should he get stick? Stick though, because arguably that's a. Manager's fault potentially because yeah. they they still deemed them fit enough to play, and <laughs> uh, so is he got no issue. is got he no issue to blame because the because the management let him go off have a have a drink party you, yeah. you know because I'm because I'm sure if if they didn't want the players drinking they they go right you're you're not drinking you, yeah. you know and, and I've have got, an sure, got an issue with that and I'm
1: sure I've got an issue with that and I'm sure that goes on with the other players it just mm. said it, it hasn't been videoed it's been in yeah. private. And that is a difference. What happens in private stays in private. But because that's gone public, fans are going to look at that and say, oh, hold on a minute. We lost and he's out partying. And even though, you know, he's you know he been mm-hmm. playing brilliant for us this year, to be fair. We can't really fault him. But when, when fans do see that and we go on and lose the next game where he plays, then that's when they look at it. Because it? if we would have won yesterday, nobody would have mentioned
0: that. Day, no, you know? I, um, I don't know. I think well, I think been, those been, uh, chants would have still been sang regardless. <laughs> you know, oh, maybe, but
1: they, would, they wouldn't have looked on it so, you know, so badly. I suppose. But hey ho, hey, that, that's, I'll that's better keep awesome. my
3: videos offline then. From yeah. my holiday. <laughs> yeah. but, but the... I'm sure my- did yeah, on Miles did more than that on holiday. Miles,
1: Miles did more than that on holiday. I'm sure he did,
3: but we haven't yeah. seen them
1: videos
0: yet. yet. But the... <laughs> But the point I'm making is right. Yeah. should should that really be a valid reason for Echoes having a having a poor game? Because clearly, right, he would have been medically fit. You you, you know. So regardless yeah, right. of what he did, it shouldn't have any any effect no. on how he plays football. How, however, if it does, then arguably that's a management fault, no? Because mm. Like wow. surely they should be keeping a closer eye on him and not letting him, you, you know, yeah. go out go out on the lash, you know. What I don't yeah. understand
2: is, is that it's it's an international break. We don't lose that many players. Why are they having time off when we're being told they need to gel and keep together and play together? Yeah. To me, they, they should be training. Mm. Well,
1: perhaps it's they should.
2: It's
4: hard.
2: But... Uh, it, it was, was very strange. Yeah, the yeah, the
3: there was guys- a phone call on the radio on the way back. Ricky, Ricky made a point. He's, he, Ricky said, um, he he come on and he ranted, bless him, and uh he said, why are they having a week off when they're meant to be jelling? Just like you've just said, he said, why are they having a week off when they should be training for two weeks and uh they should be, you know, improving on what they've got? Why are they giving them a time time off? But you can understand why they're getting time off. It, it, it was a busy, it was a busy, busy schedule. The run-up to yeah. that international break, two games a week, games being moved to Friday nights and bloody Monday nights, and yeah. all sorts of things going on. So, you know, maybe they they did deserve a time. I don't know. Maybe you should just give them three or four days, not a whole week, but it's one of those and. You know, we never know what the manager sees, do we? We never know. It
2: worries me that they they all go off. This is not just our club. That they all go off in different directions. You'd think they go right. Mm. It's we're gonna have a break. We all go together.
1: Yeah, Mm. yeah, have a break. I have a like a little training mini training camp or something,
2: yeah. yeah. I've like because Jay went to yeah. Portugal, didn't he? And yep. yeah, yeah, Thinks went somewhere and yeah, they went all over the place. I think it's a bit, I'll, I'll be worried where all my players are going, mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I maybe,
3: know. maybe they should have gone on a little training camp again, well, together. I was just saying, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of mini training camp, yeah, yeah, like yeah you yeah. Know, but, but, I don't know, you just don't anyway. know, do yeah. 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 Anyway, look,
1: let's have a short break and look, we'll come back. We don't to put the adverts on. We'll come back and then we'll talk a little bit about Rotherham. We have got a Rotherham fan coming on a little bit later. So we'll get their view of the game coming up midweek and how we have to bounce back, I think, for that game on Wednesday night. So we'll be back after a short break.
0: Sky Blue Fans TV, for the fans, by the fans.
1: Good evening. Welcome back to Scarborough Fans TV. I'm here with Claudio, Miles, and Jack. Um, we're talking uh, Bristol City game. And we're just about to start talking about the Rotherham game, which is coming up very shortly. We've got a couple of reminders, though, um, of things that are going on. Um, we have a question of sport at the um, tavern on Thursday evening. This is a new venture from the tavern. Um, I've hosted by ourselves and Scarborough Blue Extra. Um, get yourself down and Get yourself a team um and join in um basically we're going to try and do it every month hopefully it will um it'll take off so it'll be the first one this this month on thursday so um get yourself down there from around well, about seven o'clock as you say get down there get a seat get your teams together and uh be obviously we're going to be there with a uh, the team from skyview fans tv and sky extra and uh it's all going to be a bit of fun so it's all going to be based on the old bbc um uh, question of sports uh, as we've seen or as we know about it on BBC we've all seen in the past um, and it should be very good so we're looking forward to that also we've got the uh, the boys of 87 uh, at the Walls Grave Social Club uh, on the 10th of November um, we had uh, we had Chris Baker on the other day talking about this um, it's going to be a fantastic night you've got Mickey Jin, you've got Oggy you've got Dave Bennett there uh, and there is tickets still available for that £10 Um, so you can contact the Wolves Social Club on that uh, to get your tickets yep. that's going to be a fantastic night yep. uh, yes Miles yep.
3: the, link, yep. the link for the tickets are in the YouTube description so if you go into the YouTube description you can find the link for the tickets there and they can purchase their tickets through that link
1: right fantastic there you go so no excuses get down if you're not going to, seem to do on that, on that night 10th of November that should be a fantastic night, uh, and I'm sure they'll all have a few stories to tell about 1987. I'm sure we have as well, but uh, theirs will be more interested than ours, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that should be a, a fantastic night. Um, okay, then we've got some few more comments to go through, Miles. Uh, we've got quite a few comments coming in, haven't we? Yeah, loads uh, coming in. Let me
3: go back right to the top. Have a look. Mini 1987 says. Um, uh, Sir Bobby Charlton was no, a, legend. a legend of football. Yeah. Um, Ian Small says good evening Even all. all Ian. Um, they they broke the mould. I think it's on about Sir Bobby Charlton and well, Chown, know, the, definitely. the players and everyone like that. Um, Luke, Luke <laughs> Carter's come on says evening guys. Hope you're all okay. Miles is looking like David <laughs> Dickinson over there. Well, I quite it? agree that oh, you're right there, Luke. You're spot
1: on, mate. David Dickinson. I was trying to think who Do you
3: he got. Do you want a deal? <laughs> I, knew, I knew he reminded uh, me Jan- of somebody. <laughs> Danny Drury says, uh, good evening, uh Miles and Ken. Um good evening. Good evening. Um what else? we got we've got loads of comments coming in here. Uh where are we going here? Um Robin Fletcher says, uh, we seem to lose momentum due to yeah. the stoppages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Claudio answered this question. Luke Carter says, um, do you think coming from behind is starting to uh, be a struggle mentally for the players? Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably. Yeah, I I would probably think so. Uh, Mark Harrington's come in. He stopped in Western Supermare last night. I hope you found the sea while you were there, mate, because I know it goes out a long way. Uh, Bristol Mm -hmm. fans approached us last night saying, how, how the hell did they win it? Um, they were shocked and thought we were excellent. Um, yes, okay. nice, nice to play that after the game. Yeah. Um, Mr. View Sky says, uh, nice, time most time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not um, Mr. View Sky says, um, I'm not too, con- um, I'm not too concerned at the moment. Think we're slowly improving and things are gradually starting to click. Reckon we'll go on a run. Um, a run of wins soon, PUSB. Yeah, I, I, I can't see it being that far away now. Uh, under Average Cobb fan has come on and said, Bristol City uh, rough, uh, roughed us. Uh, we didn't get protection and we didn't deal with it. Yeah, mm. a lot. there was a lot of that, wasn't there? There was. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, Craig, Craig um, is that Sison has come on? Um, Pearson's uh, tactical change. Uh, he's seen... We were dominating and he took the gamble early, uh, sub- with the substitution. Shame we didn't take our chances. Uh, it could have been so different, yeah, it could have been absolutely massively different. I think we would have gone on and absolutely uh dominated it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, Ken every game is the same. To Tomo. The the um, I don't understand why uh, we can set. Uh, well you can set your watch at 73 minutes when our subs can get made each week week in week out yeah i suppose that's right we're always doing late subs aren't we um yeah. it is a little bit of a, a blooming nightmare at, at times isn't it so um yeah it, it just it just gets a little bit repetitive doesn't it you know with with everything changing all the time uh wowsey comes in good evening wowsey eccles is rubbish alan sheaf in the middle milan on set pieces yeah, well, if we had a direct free kick, maybe Milan would have took one, but we didn't really have a direct free kick yesterday. That's another thing that we've struggled to get, is not it? Direct free kicks at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, yeah. Or, as yeah, Simon Wells, he says, uh, or De Silva. Um, what's this one here? Luke Carter says, absolutely agree with um, Claudio. Uh, Ronaldo is a great example of what we put in, what we put in, you get out of your body. You don't put diesel in a Ferrari. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Um, what we got here? Uh, oh, Nation Radio. Tony says uh, Fat Baz wouldn't like to be told no drink. <laughs> I don't know if you know Fat Baz guys, but he he does love his drink. So uh, Baz just watches from side to side. Um, Mr. View guys, come in and says, uh, like, like Southgate does with the England squad, team building. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think we need to do a lot more of that at the moment. It really is sort of, um, it's getting a little bit, yeah, I don't know, maybe they should have gone on holiday together. Uh, Lucas come in, and uh, <laughs> once you have the link between midfield and attack, I think we will be fine. Lacking a decent playmaker. Yeah, very good point. We are Mr. Kramer, aren't we? sort of plays in there but and Claudio. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, you and you've got Calama. to remember,
1: we've got to remember, you got to remember, we missed uh, Jamie Allen yesterday as well, he was out of the team yeah. um, and then we've got yeah. O'Hare to come back and Casey Palmer. So, they're, they're three names that are in, going to be in or around the first team, aren't they, as well? So, yeah, you know, we have got players to come back.
3: Yeah, Ian, Ian Small says, is- Claudio, your question of sport team name should be Oracle. Well, it's not because it's going to be Sky Blue Fans TV because it's part <laughs> of the team. He's going to be on our team. And we've got a member of the, I've got a member of the guys who message in and everything. He's going to be on our team. Uh, Mr View Sky says, inflatable flamingos in the swimming pool. Wow. Well, I can't, I can't, I just, I can't um, let you know what I'm just say are. something
2: about Mr View Sky? He's been brilliant because he's, I handed him that big massive box of my Cobb City videos and he's put them on on yeah. YouTube at the minute and they are fantastic. I can't, I can't believe how good they've come up. They've been sat in the garage for 20 well, some of them are from the eighties and they they absolutely yeah. look great. Fantastic quality. He's really good. He's really good.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. And he, he did a great job for us providing all our, uh, our goals and footage for all our programs at uh, the beginning and any special events we've got going on, but he normally, uh, you contact him, he normally. Uh, he's got it somewhere in his archives. That goal, you know, goals that we all forget about. He can uh, bring back to life. So uh, yeah, he does a really good job. Okay, right. Um, we're going to talk rather on now then. Midweek game to get it out of our um, out of our heads. That game on Saturday. Quick reaction to obviously to the, the for the defeat. Um, Middlesbrough probably struggling at the moment. it's fair to say they're struggling down the bottom. Bottom two, bottom three, aren't they at the moment? Their game has called off at the weekend because of um, the bad weather. Claudio, I mean, would you? What would you make changes for this game for the Rodham game? What changes would you make?
2: Um, I'd I'd let that starting eleven go out again. To be honest, yeah. Uh, although I would bring in air I think it, we need him probably. In, I think stick him in midfield. Yeah, put him in, into midfield, maybe. Swap with Josh Eccles for this one. Give the right. lad a rest, basically. Let them dry out for the uh, the West Brom game. <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll put Latty Butt here into midfield. We do need a bit more strength in there. And I yeah. imagine these uh, these Yorkshire lads are going to be up for this one because they need. to... Uh, well, once they've uh, drained the pitch and got the water off, we don't want it being called off, do we? Are we for the game? No. Well, we've been doing. <laughs> <we've been> too- <laughs> That's a good... We'll be joined by Danny from
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, Fan. Good, good evening, Danny. You can tell <laughs> good, evening.
5: About... good evening, fellas. How, How are we you? all doing?
1: Not too bad, mate. Thank You're you. Right. Uh, disappointed, I'm sure you were, to get your game called off at the weekend. What was the problem with it? Just around... It wasn't so much the pitch, was it? It was uh, around the stadium, I believe.
5: Yeah, um, Matt Taylor told Sky Sports that the pitch was all good and playable. Um, it was just that the River Don burst its banks around the stadium. Um right. so you would have needed those inflatable flamingos in the car park Friday <laughs> night to be fair. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was just support of safety that got it called off. But um Ipswich fans and weirdly enough Cardiff fans seem to think Rotherham controlled the weather with a crystal ball. Mm. And wow. um and we made it but... rain. <laughs> we made it rain so we didn't have to play Ipswich. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, fingers crossed, there's no more storms forecast, so we can actually play you guys on Wednesday.
1: Good, because um, it'd be nice to uh, get get that game uh, played, so we can. Uh, we had a disappointing result at the weekend. Um, mm. How's your season gone so far, then? And um, are you where you expected it to be, or obviously you don't like it down near the bottom? But you think you should have done a lot better than you have been.
5: Um, I mean, we're doing better than the team that's up the road that likes to pick on that likes to pick on us. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we, we've won a game, you know, so, um, but no, I think there was a lot of optimism in pre-season with some of the signings that we made, you know, especially the likes of uh, Cafu um, coming in from Nottingham Forest and um, and then like Onya Dimma and are coming in. Um, there was high hopes. Uh, a few people got his uh, lower end of mid-table um, but the start to the season has been quite if, touch-and-go iffy one way or another. Um, we've played well in some games, don't get me wrong. Uh, the Blackburn game was a farce because we should have really won that, but EFL referees, you know. Um, yeah. And we played really, really well against Leicester, but they were just the better team on the day and they showed why they were a Premier League team last season. Um, and then most recently Southampton, you know, we really took it to Southampton in the second half and managed to get a draw out of it. Um, But it's almost like we're still chasing the performance against Norwich, which is our only win this season. We're still mm. trying to chase that level of performance. And in some games, particularly Millwall, we've been far, far below that. Um, And we've also been fairly crippled with injuries as well, because we've only just managed to get two fit centre-backs at
2: wow. the
5: moment. And that's Sleep here and Sean Morrison. Um yeah. So, yeah, we're in a, a bit of a rut injury wise at the minute where some players coming back will just feel like we've signed, just signed new players, to be fair. Mm. Um, yeah, so we not, so not the two, best.
1: We've got a few injuries as well ourselves. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's,
5: a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. everyone seems to have loads of injuries at the minute. I think I think it's Doncaster that have got 15 first teamers out at the minute oh, no, or, some, really? or something daft. Yeah. Jesus, that's a lot.
1: That's a lot, especially if, if you're operating like a lot of clubs in the Championship, not not massively big squads, you know. Mm. Um, you know, not like the teams that have probably just dropped down from the Premier League. They've got, they've got big squads in Norwiches and, your, you know, people like that in Southampton. Mm. Leicester, they've got big squads. They've got a big budget so they can afford to pay all their extra players. So um, all the rest of us that have been in the Championship for a while uh, have got like a strict budget, I suppose, and mm. we've only got uh, any, any injuries hitters. It is worse than anybody else normally, don't they?
5: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Especially when one of your star players in Cameron Humphreys is out until Mm. probably the new year, I think, sometime like that, Um, Mm. which isn't good because he's our younger centre-back. Yeah, yeah, it just seems to be in one department at the minute. But, yeah, we've been in an injury crisis before. Just hopefully we can push through this one as well. Yeah.
1: Anybody out, you know, surprise you this year? What players we've got to look out for in the Rotherham team?
5: Um I would definitely say Victor Johansson. Um, a lot of people have put him playing at a much higher level than Rotherham in his future. He's just become a Sweden international. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's like the first player to appear for Sweden whilst playing for Rotherham in like the same time. So fair play to him. Um but He is one of the better keepers in the division. I think the only thing that lets him down is the defence in front of him. I think if he had a defence of, say, um, Sunderland's quality, shall we say, um, it'd be a lot more well-recognised. And I think one player that is sort of deceptive, really, is Jordan Hugel, because he's one of those players where if he's got the motivation, he'll... Completely blow past you, but if he doesn't have the motivation, he's very quiet. Um, I think that's why he's played really well against you know the likes of Norwich because it's, it's a former club, and against yeah. Southampton because he started from the bench. Yeah.
4: Um
5: and then one player that just seems to be everywhere all the time is Ollie Rathbone. Um he just never stops running, basically. Um, and other than that, the rest of the players um they have the moments, but I wouldn't say the like. Head and shoulders above anybody else, if that makes
1: sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, is, is there any, any players in our team that you'd be looking out to danger? Do you think
5: um, the resident Birmingham fan that likes to lurk in our podcast uh, <laughs> said about Sims being quite a physical presence? Um, yeah,
1: he has been. Uh, he, although he hasn't been mm-hmm. on top form lately, so
5: yeah, that, that's um, that's what he was been saying to us, but um, but he might be something for Matt Taylor to look out for, you know, like, bigger centre-back against your front man, because, like you say, he's been out of form, but it only takes that one little moment sometimes, doesn't it?
1: Mm, yeah, that's right, it does. And, um, do you think, I mean, where do you think you're going to finish this season, Roderham? I mean, where? where's your prediction? Um, it's early days, obviously, you know, nobody tend <clears> to <throat> look at the table until sort of Christmas time, really, realistically, mm. because then you've got You play quite a lot of games and you can make a judgment, but obviously with injuries, you never know when they're going to happen and um, it does affect your team.
5: Um,
1: So so where would you think realistically that Rotherham can
5: finish this season? um, Speaking from my heart, I'll say anywhere above Sheffield Wednesday will do nicely. (laughs) Um, But but with with my head, I think it's... um, Anywhere where there's three teams below us, I think it's another season where we'll be targeting to stay up and mm-hmm. build again. Um, but I said this on our podcast, to really progress in this division, you need to always look up and not down. It's yeah. And with Rotherham's case, you don't want to just look at who's behind you. Like, oh, we're comfy, there's three teams behind us sort of thing. Yeah. You want to have a look at the other 20 teams that are above you. Like, how can we catch them? How can we improve to catch them? Mm. Um, we've been quite low on confidence as a squad so far due to results and injuries Um, and I just hope we take that mindset forward to look up, not not down
1: Yeah, yeah we just had a message from one of our our viewers um, saying tempted to say the Ipswich game being postponed on Friday, may have done you a favour the tractor balls are on fire at the moment Well you're Mm. right there, they are aren't they Um, a team you don't want to be playing at the moment is Ipswich because they are on fire uh, especially if you're struggling Mm.
5: Yeah, um, def- definitely. We um, it's sort of like we got let off with one uh, because they've got um, a player in their team, uh, George Hurst, who did terrible for Rotherham. So that's like the little motivation for him with Ipswich to try and get one back on us. Um, yeah. At the same time, it it was almost a, a chance to build momentum from the Southampton game. You know, yeah. like strong in the mm-hmm. second half, international break, and going back again. Um, but I suppose the silver lining is it gives us a little bit more time for players to come back a bit fitter, as well. Mm, and it increases yeah. the workload from Saturday Wednesday Sunday just to Wednesday Sunday, which is quite nice.
1: Yeah, we've got you're right. We've, we've got two or three important players out at the moment in our team as well. So we're sort of just getting by at the moment. We haven't really got the form together like we did have last season. Um, yeah, you know, so obviously we've got. Quite a long way to go, so it's, it's early days as far as I can see. So yeah. I don't like make I don't like to make too many predictions until the until sort of around Christmas time. I think when you can sort of prejudge things.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I think so as well. Yeah, give us a prediction then for Wednesday night. Oh, wet, um, wet, wet and windy rather on which I'm sure. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, my prediction is uh, bring armbands. Um, <laughs> but I said We're on. Yeah, exactly. I, I said on our podcast, um, on paper, it doesn't have the billing to be a classic, you know. Yeah. Um, but with Sod's Law being at play, I could almost see it becoming a classic. Um, so I'll echo the prediction on New York Talk and say I think Rotherham's going to win 3-2, but it's going to be a really thrilling game.
1: Ah, OK. Plenty of mistakes. due yes. to the weather, mate.
5: I think so. It'll be, it'll be a case of both teams somehow taking the chances the whole time, but defences being far out the window.
1: OK, fair enough.
2: Uh, let's have a look at the other lads. Uh, Claudio, uh, what's your prediction for this game? Um, first, I want to ask Danny, do you remember, are you, old to, are you remember, sorry, are you old enough to remember Mark Robbins being a manager?
5: Oh, I'm just old enough to be within that window, but I wasn't. Uh, I don't think I quite knew what football was when he, Mark Robins was Rotherham manager.
2: It's, I always think it's quite funny because when Paul Warren was your manager, they they play, they, were, they were twin strikers. They played together, hmm. and I think they even played against Coventry when they beat us. But, but oh. anyway, um, and another thing about Rotherham is uh, a fantastic sculpture park.
1: Know mm. want,
2: yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> we know this stuff. My daughter yeah. was at. Uh, yeah, at you like this. My daughter was at Sheffield Uni, so that's
5: why I know there's a sculpture park up there. Oh, <laughs> Sheffield, Sheffield Uni. I'm a I'm a Hallam alumni, so, ooh, well, see, she's, so she's, no, oh Oh, Hallam. Hallam. Oh, fair fair play, fair yeah. play. I'll, let her, I'll let her off. <laughs> um, oh, <right.
3: laughs> and is it true? Is it true, Danny, that it, it's called Little New York because the factory across the road used with a, used to supply the fire hydrants to new york city
5: that is true yeah guest and crimes Ooh. did manufacture the red fire hydrants Ooh. in new york city but um the, that district of rotherham is called new york after the duke of york and that's from the early 1800s i think uh, so it's a nice little uh, amalgamation that guest and crimes made the fire hydrants as well there we okay. go,
2: a bit of history lesson. But, but mm-hmm. I've got to say, if you get a chance, the Sculpture Park is amazing. It is a fantastic place. Anyway, right, Coventry are going to win 3 0. Oh, that came a bit sharp, that one, Claudio. <laughs> 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 Surely we're going to put some goals away at some stage. It's going to happen. Well, but I mean,
1: we, we should have won 3 I'm, well, I'm, I'm
2: 0. So I'm, I'm not. I'm coming off the fence this time 3 0. And uh, Ellis Sims, if he plays, is going to be a star of the show. I've had a drink. Well, <laughs>
1: let's hope so, because, you know, we really should have won on, on Saturday, you know, um, but we didn't. So uh, we could harp along all we all want we about it at the end of the day. It's uh, the result that counts. And we didn't win. We didn't score. They did. And, you uh, know, all the chances we missed, you know, it's one of them things.
0: Uh, Jack, prediction? I think well, it d- depends how we come out. If we come out like we came out the first thirty-four minutes of uh, last game, and actually see out our our chances, like um, Claudio said, you, you you know we could be could be on for uh, quite a game, like yeah. three three nil. Uh, but I'm gonna predict four-one. Um, four, one. 4 1 because
5: I think I, I think I might need a drink now <laughs>
0: <great>. <laughs> because because we because we wow. need something to <laughs> spring borders on that on that run like all the fans are hoping and praying for you, you you know and no 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 offense to Rotherham but they are a team which are struggling at the at the, at the minute and I can see this game being like QPR part two, where it's some of the best form, you you know, our strikers have uh, been in, and it's going to be one of the best games that we have played as a team this season.
1: Wow. Wow. Strong predictions there. Okay.
0: Um, Can you beat that, (laughs) Miles?
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I've, if if anything's to go by after thirty-four minutes of yesterday's game, then I can see us losing it one-nil again. But um,
5: I'll drink yeah, to that.
3: Uh, do you know what? Yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm just going to take a draw. Um, I I think it's I, I think we'll concede again. I do believe we'll concede again, and um, I'm going one-all to be honest with you. I can't. It's just it's it's just not quite right yet. It's not. It's just not right at the moment, and uh, I just I just can't I can't see us getting a win Wednesday.
2: I, I literally can't. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, it, we've we've struggled at Rodham in the past. We've not got a great record at yeah. Rodham, uh, and they're, likewise, they've not got a great record at ours. They've only beaten us once since nineteen sixty four in Coventry, and we're not far behind the other way around. So what Miles is saying is probably what's going to happen, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Different yeah. team, though. It's, yeah. two teams, it's two teams desperate not to lose on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, OK, fair enough. Um, I'm going to disagree with all of you because I think we're going to win. Uh, well, I agree with Jack, obviously, saying so we're going to win, and uh, Claudio. Uh, but I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be 2-1. I'm going for a 2-1 win. I don't think it's going to be uh, as easy. I don't think it's going to be as easy as we all think. We're not going to go up there and win 3-4-0. or 4-0. Uh, Bunch of we're, pessimists, we're, you lot. We're not in that sort of form at the moment, but things can change, as you know. So we need a little bit of luck. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck in football. You have a decent ref and things go for you. You never know. Um, but I think we'll win, but I think it's going to be tight. So I'm going to go for a 2 1 victory for me. Have
5: you seen who the referee is for the game? No,
1: tell us, it's, tell us oh, it's, it's
5: oh. um, Lewis Smith, and he's never um, refereed a Rotherham game before, ever.
1: Oh, you know what? I don't think... It's uh, not a name that springs to mind for us. Uh, Claudio, yeah. do you know Lewis no. Smith? I've never heard of him. So, it might be both teams first it, time. There'll be it.
2: another one who's left his guide dog at the entrance to the stadium. So... <laughs> so, it doesn't matter who it is at the minute. It's going to be uh shocking, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, going, I mean, to get, I'm... I'm
2: going
1: to gonna Go on, Miles.
3: No, I'm just saying, referees at the moment, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm... I, I literally, I, I, I beggars belief me how they get the job. I really, I, I don't get it. I just don't. Yeah. Get it. It's just, it's just, it's just all wrong. Um, I, and I, I, even with VAR, they get it wrong in the Premier League. I just, it's just daft. So whatever happens, it happens. I mean, our worst ref is Keith Stroud. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I think he's everyone's worst ref, that, though, isn't he? We say that, and he, he gives everything mm-hmm. our way, but. Like last season at Rotherham, we had Keith Stroud. He was giving everything to Rotherham, yet we still come away with the three points. And I don't know how mm. we did that. And That, that is the God's <laughs> honest truth. I don't know how we walked away with three points last season <laughs> at your ground because he literally gave you everything. It was, it was just ridiculous, that bloke. He's just... There's just so many. I agree. That I,
5: I, agree. I, I still have I still have nightmares about um Keith Stroud and the Burnley game at Turf Mall last season because it was one of the few times where I've walked out of a game with steam coming out of my ears. I was so <laughs> I was so annoyed about it. Um mm. I think it, I think it's everyone's worst referee at one time or another, isn't it? Uh, so yeah. so,
0: Speaking of, of um yeah, speaking of Lewis Smith, I've had a little Google and he's also never refereed a Coventry match. Oh, um, well, cool. Cool. And this 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 stat could be very very wrong because it's on a site called Sports Mole, but he has not issued a single yellow card this season. Oh, or a, a, or what? a red. What? Apparent, what? Apparently Is so. His first game. Is this his first game? <laughs> no, he <laughs> he has Forty-four. He's. 44. He, he seems to be quite a new ref. Forty-four
1: games, no yellows. That's amazing. No, not <laughs> not not in
0: the forty-four games, but um, this 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 season, no yellows and no reds. But the site could be out of date, so I could be telling porkies. But that's that's wow. some stat. If he's if he's not issued yeah. out a yellow this whole season, I could be very wrong. Um, I, I, was just looking to see that.
3: I was just looking for it but I couldn't find it because Cobb City normally put it up but they haven't put it yeah. up yet so I couldn't see it to be honest with
1: you Wow <laughs> well we're, we're, due a de- we're due a decent ref to be fair because um, as we all know the, the standard of refereeing in well not just the Premier League in the Championship has been appalling this season uh, it really has um, there's the basic decisions that they get wrong and it's not consistent enough simple as that you know um, yeah and at the end of the day, people do notice it. And we can't all be wrong, you know. Um, it's just very poor. So that needs to be addressed, I think, ASAP. But uh, hopefully, if one of these, gives give him a chance, this new guy, new ref, we never know. He might be he might be uh, very good. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, he will be. Might get game flagged. Uh, thanks very much, Danny, for joining us. Appreciate no, it. Please. And uh, thanks, I want to wish you, I wanna wish you uh, good luck after... Wednesday, obviously, <laughs>
5: <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll need it against um, the ones from up the roads on Sunday. So, thank you very much. And thank you very much for having me on, fellas.
1: No problem. Thank you no problem. very much. Thank, thanks for your time, mate. Cheers. See you. Good night. Well, there you go. Um, thanks, Danny. Um, let's talk a little bit about Rotherham quickly then. So, uh, Miles, can you see us bouncing back on Wednesday? Uh, oh, I know you said, oh, I know you, you're on the back of the, <laughs> the draw, but could you see? A better performance, obviously. I, I think we will. I think we go there and win.
3: Yeah. we really do do? No. Now I, I, I just think there's some there's something not quite right just yet. It is coming. It is coming. You could see it in the first 34 minutes, as I said well, earlier. If we, play, right? if
1: we play like that, for, 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 if we play for like minutes.
3: if we play like that, we'll probably bang five or six in. But minutes, we've got yeah. to play like that for 90 minutes, and I just don't think our fitness levels there yet. And you could, really? you could yeah. see it. Thirty four mm. minutes. It was. Do you know what it reminded me of? That I mean, I said it about the Hall game. You remember the Hall game we went up to? The first half, our football was the best football I'd seen so far that this season. We played. Yeah. It was a fantastic game. Saturday yeah. was better than that. It was the next level again. I, it was good. I just think we're going to have a hangover from that yesterday. There's, mm. there's, we're going to have a hangover from it, but. I'd love us to go on and win it. I really, you know, I do. I, I want us to win all the time. You know that. Okay. Man? But we what... ain't going to win every game. And I'll take a point. You take a point away from home, and then we go and beat the baggies on Monday. That's that's the big that would one. Would be great. Monday, really. Yeah. What
1: changes would you make then for Wednesday night?
3: Then, Miles.
1: Who would you bring in? Who would you leave out?
3: Me. Um, do, you, do you know what? I'd, I'd stick with the same team to be honest with you, but I would yeah. probably give Eccles a rest. And like Claudio said, and I've said before, I'd like to see Latabodier play in that defensive midfield role with Mm Sheaf. I think those two Mm -hmm. would work well together. There's something about Latabodier. I think that he would fit in there with Sheaf. I just think Sheaf, for me, was the outstanding player on Saturday. And if he he performs like that again, you know, Mm -hmm. we've got something going. But I I think you give Eccles a rest. I think Eccles needs... I know he's he's had two weeks off, but I think he needs to come out of the team. I think he needs to come onto the bench. I just, it's just, he for me is the odd one out at the moment. Uh, and I don't like singling players out, I just think he's the odd one out at the moment. Last year, he looked a real good level because of the players that were around him. This year, yeah. there's players around him that are a lot, lot higher standard, and he looked a little bit off it on Saturday. I, don't, hmm. I believe he. Slightly, especially with his corners, I, I would change mm-hmm. the corner takers, and I'd rest him on Wednesday. I'd, I'd put him on the bench, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do we do we know when
2: Jamie Allen's back yet? About, he's got a, a, a calf question. injury. I was
1: just about to ask the question. Has anybody heard about Jamie Allen and
0: how long he's going to
2: be well, out? if it's a calf injury, i will be surprised if he's back on yeah.
4: Wednesday.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. not not Wednesday. But it depends on. The grade,
2: but the club like like to keep that sort of thing under wraps, don't they? Mm, yeah,
4: yeah, I've
2: heard anything about it. Firstly, Rotherham have the worst squad in this division. It's worse than Sheffield Wednesdays. It's not a great squad at all. Yeah, you that know, They are a poor squad. And really, we cannot lose on Wednesday. We need to get something. About yeah. If you look at our position, what's frustrating about the result on Saturday? We win that game, we would have been seventh, a point outside yeah. the playoffs. It's not a disaster at the minute at all. We're kind of where we are last season in our position in terms of, yeah. mm. you know, we, we yeah. can't quite get the, the points to get us closer. Then all of a sudden we started getting the points, didn't we? So it's yeah. not, mm. you know, the way some of our fans are reacting at the minute is as if it's, mm. you know, it's as if we are Sheffield Wednesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, right. the bar's,
1: it, the trouble, the trouble, the, trouble Claudia, the, the trouble is, Claudia, the bar's been set so high you know, I know, after I know. last I know. season. But there's so and, many teams and in expect
2: the, us to be up there, in the middle of the table are so close. We've said it at the start of the season. We said there's three teams out of 19 could get promoted this season. That's how close this championship yeah. is. Yeah. I reckon it's going to be another season where you won't need a huge amount of points to get in the playoffs. <laughs> because everyone's going to be beating mm. each other, apart from maybe Leicester. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you'd imagine that some stage Ipswich are going to... Surely their faults. I can't believe they're going to keep going like they're going.
1: Well, if they start getting a few injuries, it'd be interesting to see what happens, <laughs> well, wouldn't yeah,
2: it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Miles said, that first half an hour was ridiculous how well yeah. we played. Like, I didn't yeah, expect it, it at all. It was a shock. I thought, what's going on here? I didn't expect this. We're away from home. It's the best I've seen us play away from home for a long time.
4: Yeah.
2: It, it's... Um, now,
0: okay, so if, if we played played like that all the time, every game, where would you put us in the, in the league? Surely we're definitely up there playoffs and like maybe even more automatics, you you know, top four. I'd say top four. Top four. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, so we definitely have it in us second. Yeah. So we definitely (laughs) have it in us, you know, like, but it's just about getting that team to click and uh, play like, play like that all, all, all the time. Right. Yeah. We, we, Say it a lot when we're talking about Premier League uh, players coming coming from foreign leagues, right? Like it normally takes them a season to get used to the style of football that we uh, play playing in England. You, you know, when we had Hamer for the meet meet the meet the players night it was really really in, interesting to hear him talk talk about the uh, uh, difference in style from the era era um and um the like championship because in Holland they um, play a very like nice, like flashy style of style of football and if if the team's down, one one nil then the fans will still sing the fans will still chat as long as they are playing nice football however in the um uh championship you know gus gus mentioned that it's very cut cutthroat and if the team is losing regardless of you playing nice nice football the fans will be at at you and it does affect the uh players mentality so maybe it is just and experiencing thing, maybe, maybe this is a time time thing, you, you know, like um, Claudio mentioned, you, you know, Van Erik was making some lovely runs, but he couldn't find Godden, you know, maybe, maybe that's just he's panicking a bit or he hasn't got his head in the right mindset yet, and maybe that's just a think, thing with time. I have always said this this season, I don't expect us to be up in the playoffs, I don't expect us to be up in the or, or, or some aspects. maybe playoffs, actually, because I'm staying op- optimistic. But it's a development season for us, you, you, you know? Like, look at look at when Arteta first took, took over Arsenal. You, you know, the Arsenal fans saw what he was doing with the club, you, you know? And it's a little bit like, dare I say, Man United. But Man United are, like, they are really struggling. And they're moaning week in, week out. And we all love it, like... Like, looking, looking through like that, you, you know, we all, we all love hearing, hearing the Man, Man United fans moan. Um, but Ten Hag was trying to build a system and arguably it's not working for him, but it definitely works for Arteta, didn't it, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, so yeah. Just,
1: quick, just quickly, who would you change then, Jack? Um, would you make some changes for Wednesday?
0: So, I'd keep Sakamoto in and I'd uh, keep Van Van Erik. What 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 changes would I would I make? I would like to take Eccles out. Um, with Rotherham. it is a team where we can experiment with. I wouldn't mm. mind playing four at the back for the full ninety. To to be honest, maybe Ooh. maybe give Fads Fads a rest. You, you know, just to bring in
1: bring in Kitchen.
0: Yeah, okay. switch, switch up because from from what I've seen from from Kitchen. I do like him because he knows how um, to drive with the ball, and his vision for a forward pass is brilliant. It's the the way he runs with with the ball was very reminiscent of how Luke, Luke Mcnally used to drive on Callum Doyle at um, yeah. uh, times last last season. But I but I think he's better than M- Mcnally because Mcnally would always struggle with his passing forward, and I think kitching's link up link up play especially with um de silver is pretty gelled and i don't know why we don't utilize him more because i'm a big big fan of uh liam Kitching. i think he's a mm. uh, really good um sense uh, back and i don't think we need fads i mean fads is brilliant don't don't get me wrong I think Lewis Binks, I think Kitching, and I think Bobby Thomas can do it without fads.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe that's a oh. game to, to do that. You never know. Um let's just have a quick look on some of the messages. Cov Andy, 2-1 to Coventry. Uh Luke Carter, work nights again, so can't make it, but he's thinking 2-0. Cov. Covandy uh second score. He's due one. Yeah, he is. Uh Ian Small, uh 3-1 to City to Wake Up. There you go. Mr so View Sky, uh, I can vouch for Yorkshire Sculpture Park, Claudio. Lived in Leeds for a few years, travelled down there a couple of times. So there you go, Claudio. You've got a fan of the um Yorkshire Sculpture.
0: You might unmute. Unmute. I'll
2: say it's massive. It's huge. It's, it's incredible. Some of the stuff yeah. in it is incredible.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, By the way, it's sculptures in there.
2: Yeah, huge <laughs> sculptures. I mean, they are they're a bit similar. Can <laughs> you remember the, the, the Zulu warrior at Coventry Zoo?
1: I certainly do, yes. Yeah. Some of them were <laughs> like, like that
2: when I went They're Absolutely that up, massive.
1: That ended up in, there's a story about that recently. It ended up in someone's back garden or half of it.
2: Well, some of it is uh, in right. Baggington somewhere, but it has been found. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember reading the story. Uh, Mr. View Sky, nil nil, he's going for a boring nil nil. All right, okay. Uh, Dave McGee, good evening, Dave. Two nil to City, we played well at Bristol City, only need a little bit of luck. We didn't get the right uh direction, okay. That's fair enough. Uh, Covandy, how many games been uh ref this season? This could be the first. So, oh, he's these on about the referee. Um, yes,
0: oh, I can pull that up actually. How many games are yes. man? there? Right.
1: Webby Sports Rounder, by the way, says Sims out, Eccles out, 100%. Uh, good evening, Webby. Uh, it's up front. We have the problem, he says. Uh, kitchen is aggressive, speedy and good at passing. Get him started. Okay. Webby Sports has Kitchen. So,
0: Go on, then. According to this website, he has done 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and this will be his 15th game for this season. So, no yellow. No yellow. and and apparently uh during this period he has issued zero yellow cards at a uh <laughs> rate of 15 sorry four, 14 games this being the 15th and zero red card at a uh, rate of again 15 games but it's not Grammar mm. grammatically, there, oh. so I don't know if it's the most trustworthy source, no. but I have searched him up and he's not a ref that pops up. You, you know, there is a player I think for Bradford that uh popped up, but not a ref. Mm.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh,
0: great content again, says Robbie Fletcher. Thanks, Robin.
1: Uh, Webby Sports 1 0 carve. Uh, where's the cat,
2: Claudia? Uh, well, he was sat the other side. Of the... Uh... <laughs> the screen,
1: and he walked <laughs> off. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, people it. miss...
2: See, when he doesn't make an appearance,
1: people right, miss it. Right. We, didn't. Um, we can't hit the barn door at the moment, says Webby. Uh, Ken Tomo. The... Oh, the Zulu head is now with Presley's Emporium. No, Pedley's. Yeah. Pedleys. pedley's. Oh, okay. Pedleys. Pedleys, sorry, yes. He meant to say Pedley's. Oh, right. okay. Fair enough. Uh, Danny Drury, he's going to go for 2-2. Um... Uh, or cough to get a late three-two win. Well, that will that'll be. I'll be happy with that. I'll be happy with any result. Long as we get three points.
3: I just yes. need to read a message on Twitter. Uh, just had a message from uh, Ian Harris, all the way in Los Angeles. Good oh, okay. evening, Ian. Uh, I don't know what time it is out there at the moment. Is it eight hours behind or something? Uh, something like listening that. from Los Angeles. Hi guys, listening from Los Angeles, CA. I agree that the standard of refereeing in the Premier League and the EFL has become unbelievably poor. Refereeing was so much more consistent in the 70s, 80s, 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, well, yeah.
1: you're probably right there. Um, yeah, I quite agree. And I think we all agree on that. Referees has been very poor this season. I'm struggling to think of a game really where we didn't have an incident where the referee has caused an issue. Um it's always been, it's always been an issue this season for some strange reason, um, and it's been getting worse. Ever, you know, even since ever since last season, really. To be honest, it's just got worse. Um, Dave McGee, a bit jealous of Claudio getting CWR tickets. Um, did he offer a bribe to get that, Claudio? Yeah. Because I know on there's only
2: sixty people got them and you've got two. I've got two out of the sixty. Yeah. So tomorrow night, tune in CWR. <laughs> Mr. Robbins and Mr. King, you'll After, be live in the audience.
1: I'm, are you going to ask a yeah. question?
2: Tell us the you question you're going to ask. Um, well, I'm going to ask uh Doug King why he thinks it's a good idea to own a football club. Right, going okay. to be my question,
4: okay, um, no, with all that
2: talk. comes with it, basically. Yeah. Now he's been in the job 10 months. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but I've been told to submit questions so, um. My email, I don't know how they're going to do it. We'll find out when we get there because it's a phone as well. A live phone in, so all oh, right.
1: Yeah. So I might, I might be listening and it's, get on yeah, the, it's of the
2: sky blue. So six between six and seven, so it'll be on tomorrow night.
1: Oh, okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's how they're going to do it. Then they're
2: going to do it, yeah, yeah. Show. From what I gather, all
1: so, right, okay. Um, and join our good show tonight. Thanks, guys. Any thoughts on the lack of Saturday afternoon matches? Oh, that's a, that's, yeah.
2: a, that's, a, that's one of the show, isn't it? That's <laughs> huge, uh, yeah, we have show discussed this.
1: We're very, 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 um, very uh frustrated about that to be honest. Everybody's got to change all their timetables, their work commitments. We've got very little Saturday games, but I say we will discuss that in, in another show because there's a lot to discuss on that. Um, uh,
2: what times Ian says. six till seven tomorrow night,
1: six to seven tomorrow night? So that's BBC CWR, yeah. Um, so there you go, yeah. Clav Andy has asked that as well, so you can get your questions in i suppose you can phone up if you want to phone up and uh and listen to a live audience which is yeah, don't, can, phone,
2: don't, phone don't phone it. up and say get that cloud you out the studio
1: yeah <laughs> who, what's
3: that
2: guy on about
3: yeah oh dear um, Ken, can we um can we just give a shout out to our argentina cov city fan um, yes go on uh La- I,
1: seen,
3: and, I
1: seen this yesterday tell us, he, tell us what
3: he, tell us what he tell us what he bought you. come on <laughs> So yeah, so uh Lauti came on our show. Tom Grennan paid for him to come over. Ashley Monk sorted it out and uh he knew that I collect fridge magnets, so he sent over two Argentina fridge magnets for me. Uh thanks for Ashley to give him, giving giving them me yesterday. He was meant to give me these back in May, but um we keep missing each other. But there's my little Argentinian um fridge magnets. So uh Messy. Yeah, yeah, number two to the collection. I not you know, so it's so. Uh, Every time you open the fridge door now, it stays open. It doesn't close on its own, sorry.
1: You're struggling for room there, aren't you? There's not many you haven't got, is there?
3: No, not many now. It's get, getting a bit cramped. Also, don't forget, everyone, you can buy your tickets in the link on the YouTube channel for the CCFC Boys of 87, 10th of November yeah. at the Wallsgrave Working <laughs> Men's Club. Uh, £10 a ticket, meet the players. It's Mickey Gin, Dave Bennett and Oggy. Get yourselves down there. Tickets uh, information is in the description on YouTube. Also, look on uh, Twitter as well. One of our old posts has got the link on there. And Thursday night, everyone, if you want to come and make a team up, get in touch with the Tavern, come on. Let's get loads of teams down there. You're going to take on Sky Blue Fans TV and Sky Blue Extra. Ken, you're asking the questions, I think, aren't you? Yes, uh, I believe so, yeah. so. That will be good. We don't know the answers. Honestly, we don't know the answers. So please come down, take us on. And if you beat either Sky Blue Fans TV or Sky Blue Extra, you can go on to the top table for the next game in, uh, when is it? November. So there'll be another one in November. You'll be on the top table taking on the audience and everything else. So get yourselves down there. get Get a team together. Come and take us on down at the Sky Blue Tavern this Thursday.
1: That should be very good. I'm looking forward to that. It should be interesting. And uh, I used to love question of sport. I mean, it really was, um, you know, a great programme. I used to love it with all the uh, antics they got up to. Back in the Ali McCoy's days, when Ali McCoy's and, and Bill Beaumont was on running. There's quite a few captains, weren't there, Claudio? Yeah,
2: back. Quite, yeah. Um, yeah I mean
1: Hughes. Yeah, I mean Hughes, of course, was a good one, yeah. I uh, I used to love Ali McCoy. I think Ali McCoy was on running as well. Um, Chris yeah.
2: Morgan going further back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah. Luke Carter's just said actually Bill Beaumont days. Yeah. Yeah, you're right there, Luke. Um yeah, fantastic. So get yourself down there. Um and it should be a great should be a great show. So anyway, look, we've run out of time. Uh and uh Miles is gonna go back to work tomorrow after with a suntan, haven't you, Miles?
3: <laughs> Don't know how I'm gonna cope, mate. Don't know how <laughs> I'm gonna cope.
1: <laughs> oh, David Dickinson, there. Right, thanks for for joining us tonight, Miles. I appreciate it. And Claudio, as always, thank you very, very sure. much for your input. Thank you. And uh, youngster, youngster Jack, thank you very much for coming on. And
4: thanks uh, you for we'll
1: having have you, me, no problem. We'll have you back on again in another show. Uh, Dave, just uh, another comment just come through. Dave McKee good show, lads. Thanks very much. Thanks, Dave. Much appreciate. Thanks for all the comments. Uh, Miles will be back live. On Thursday night, we spot the ball and a review, of course, no. of um, Friday. So Friday night. Sorry, Friday night, Thursday night the question of sport. Friday night, he'll be back with um, everything we'll normally have on a Thursday, but it's going to be Friday this week, simply because uh, the question of sport uh, clashes. So we've moved our show to Friday. We'll be reviewing, obviously, the uh, the win, obviously, at Rotherham, hopefully. Um, another three points in the bag, all going well. Um, we'll have spot the ball and all that malarkey uh, and then we were looking forward to, of course, the, the West Brom game on the, on the Monday as well, Bank Holiday Monday. So uh, that'll be Friday night, seven thirty with Miles. That'll be live um, from his uh, Warwick, leafy Warwickshire studio. Uh, that's it. I'm afraid we've got no more time. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us tonight, and uh, I'm just going to leave you with the Playoff play up play Sky, Sky Blues. Blues. Play up Sky
0: Blues. Play up Sky Blues. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Blue Fans TV for the fans by the fans